the reason why marriage hurts so bad is because marriage is a living thing. It's a moving thing. It's a growing thing. And with anything that grows, there's always some sense of pain. If you can remember as you're a teenager, you're growing up and you're getting taller. Your bones ache. Your legs hurt. Your arm hurts. Because you're going through a growing pain. It's not necessarily a bad growth. It just hurts because you're being stretched. A change is taking place. And that's one thing people don't like. We don't like change. As human beings, we do not like change. Even though it's the one thing that's constant in every single person's life. Change. If everything else stays the same, change is constant. You always see change in relationship. You always see change in your environment. Change in your uh, jobs. Change in your mentality. The way you see things. Change is constant. So marriage is a living thing. And that's why I think a lot of people have a problem with uh, growing um, through pain, especially when it comes to marriage, because it challenges you. It challenges the way you think. It challenges the way you do things. It challenges the way you operate. It takes you beyond what you're used to doing. You know, marriage requires you to change, and the more you resist that change, I can promise you, it's gonna break you. And it's gonna break you in a bad way. And is that a lot of times you see people resist change when it comes to marriage. That's why a lot of times uh, marriage end up in divorce. Or worse, people end up being together for 50, 60 years, being broken and not loving each other, but this enduring the pain that comes with it. So, if change is constant in marriage, why resist it? I think a lot of people don't like the pain. They don't like the fact that it, it, it requires them to go outside their comfort zone. So, they stay there. But the one thing I learned is that if you do not become flexible with marriage, you do not alter your mind with marriage, you do not look outside the box that you have been grown up in or raised in, you will have a hard time being married and staying married. So if marriage is a living, moving thing, it means it's going to require you to change. It's going to stretch you. It's going to require you to grow. It's going to pull you. It's going to pull things out of you that you never know existed there. Well, things that you might even know existed there, but you didn't want to deal with it. Guess what? Marriage will have you face those things dead on. And you will probably be terrified of facing them because you avoided them all your life. But I can tell you, once you face those fears, once you face those things that you've been running away from, you know, I'm going to tell you, I can guarantee you that on the other side of that is the peace, the comfort that, that, that you know that your spouse can trust you and you can trust your spouse with your utmost feelings, your transparency. That as long as you're running away from it, you will always be hiding something. And there's always going to be something missing in your marriage. So I just want to encourage you. Look at marriage as a growing, living thing. Not a stagnant thing. And you want your marriage to be growing and living. Because everything that is not growing is dying. And I can guarantee you, you do not want to die in marriage. Remember this. If your marriage is not living, if it's not growing, if you're not enduring those pains, if you're not going through those growth uh, pains and stretching seasons, more than likely your marriage is dying. All right? I'll talk to you later. So a man asked me once, what are some of the best lessons or the biggest lessons you've learned as a married man once you got married? What, what is uh, some of the best lessons you have learned? 
And, you know, a lot of you might think, oh, it's communication, it's uh, finance, it's, uh, commu- you know, connecting with your wife, it's understanding your wife. But what I've told them is, actually what I've learned is your mentality, your mindset. He's like, well, what do you mean by that? What I told him this, when I got married, especially from my experience, I've entered into marriage with the same mentality and mindset as I was a single person. Now think about that. Here you are entering into a marriage, but you still have the mentality of a single person. What does that mean? What I meant is I still wanted to do single people stuff. I still wanted to go clubbing. I still wanted to hang out with my my single friends. Nothing wrong with hanging out with single friends, but I still wanted to do the same stuff they were doing, you know, as single people. So my mindset didn't really change much. Yes, I have a ring on. Yes, I have a title of a married man. But my mentality was still the same as a single person. So I was doing the same stuff. And I was wondering why my marriage wasn't succeeding. My marriage wasn't elevating. There is a quote that I heard once that says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. Here I am with the same mentality as a single person, doing the same exact thing I was doing as a single person now that I'm married. And I was expecting a different result. I was expecting my marriage to prosper. I was expecting respect for my wife. I was expecting more affirmation for my wife. But I wasn't given those things. I wasn't given the respect. I wasn't giving up the things that I thought that I wanted back. So it was crazy for me to expect for my wife to give me the respect that I want, the respect that I crave, the affirmation that I so dearly wanted. But I wasn't doing the things I was supposed to do. I was hanging out to two or three o'clock in the morning. My friends would come out from out of town and we go out clubbing. And here I am. My wife is at home. Right. So my mentality didn't change as much. So if any man out there. Hi, and thank you for joining us again at Restore Husband. I am so excited to bring you guys this new episode. Please take a listen and don't forget to subscribe and leave me any messages, any questions, any concerns. Hey, this is Billy here again. Hey, I just want to talk to you guys today a little bit about taking control of your marriage and actually being engaged in your marriage as a man of the house as a husband of the house as a tail of the ground of your house you are required to have a vision for your marriage and this is the time where you need to stop being procrastinate don't let your marriage happen by accident don't let things happen in your marriage by accident a lot of us wait till we are in our last string of issues with our spouse to decide that we want to take a date night or trying to go out for dinner or trying to take a vacation or doing something fun we wait till it's like almost to the end of the line for us to do that and by that time a lot of times unfortunately it's kind of late so you're not able to enjoy your time together this is the time where you got to take control of your marriage which means you got to plan things ahead which means you got to be consistent which means you got to be proactive do not wait till the last minute to start deciding that i'm going to do something for my marriage so what does that mean that's that what this mean is you and your spouse need to sit down and plan out your week plan out your month plan out your year 
and figure out what do you guys need to do and put things in place already ahead of time that you both are going to do just to focus on your marriage. For example, my wife and I, every Sunday, we'll sit down and just plan out the week, things that we need to do. And then in the midst of that, we'll put a date right in the middle of it on when we're going to go on a date night, whether it's to be going to a coffee shop and sitting and talking, whether it's to be going to dinner, whether it's to be uh, just finding time to connect and talk deeply about issues that we are concerning about. And a lot of times out of those times come some really powerful revelations about life and about our marriage. So we really enjoy that time. What that means is like you have to be proactive in trying to figure out when is the best time to work for you guys to uh, be able to connect and you have to connect before things get worse you cannot wait till you are at the end of the line and you both are angry you both are in a place where uh, you don't want to listen to each other and you're doing it out of obligation do it before you're obligated to do it before you are forced to do it by your circumstances your in your marriage make time for your marriage make time for your spouse because at the end of the day that's the person you got to see each and every single day that's the person you got to go to bed next to wouldn't you want to make them happy wouldn't you want to make them uh understand that how much you care for them wouldn't you want to make them feel that they are cared for that they are understood that you're making time for them and let's face it a lot of women spelled uh, love as t-i-m-e the more time you spend with them the more you show them how to, that you love them, the more you take time um, out of your day, out of your week to actually say, hey, I'm penciling this and I'm putting this data specifically just for you so we can sit down and talk and conversate and, you know, just figure out life together and understand each other. Um, so be proactive about your marriage. You cannot wait till it's late for you to start doing those things. And a lot of times, if you wait to the last minute, as I mentioned earlier, your conversations will not be conversations of things of the future. You'll be things of the past because now you're discussing why I was angry with you for the next month, why I was angry with you for the past couple of weeks, why I was angry with you yesterday. So you guys spend all your time talking about the things of the past as opposed to focusing on the things of the future. And that's what's matter for you to talk about things of the future. Where are we going? Where are we taking our family? What is your dreams? What are the things that you wanted to accomplish? You know, what have you been thinking about, lady? What books are you interested in reading? What can I do to serve you better? As a husband, that's a question that we should always be asking. How can I serve you better, wife? How can I be a better husband? How can I be a man that, you know, will lead you and guide you? You know, here's our vision for our, for our family. Here's the vision that I have for our family. What do you think about it? Do we need to modify it? things how can i include you in that vision how can you assist in that vision you know so making time for those things really 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 helps because you end up finding yourself you on the same page and don't 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 shy away from the conflict. Don't shy away from conflicts because through conflicts come some great revelations sometimes. When you guys disagree on an opinion, and remember, it's an opinion and it's a view of that person. It's a view of your spouse. You cannot get mad at that. You cannot argue that. Now, when you guys have a conflict of view, just simply discuss it. You know, state your case, state your points without being, without, without being emotional about it. Just state your case and you guys can figure things from there. You must get to a point where you're able to discuss hard uh, have hard conversations with, with each other and not having to feel like you have to retreat or retract back to your cave and retract back to yourself and not be able to discuss those things. And unfortunately, those things, in order for you to know those things, you need to have consistent time that you got spent together. So 
this is the time where you got to take control of the marriage and be proactive in your marriage rather than reactive. Because when you react, a lot of times it's too late. And a lot of times, as I mentioned, you will be talking to things of the past. You'll be spending all your time talking about all the things in the past and why we are angry and why we got here. So I urge you to take control of your marriage. Take control and don't let it happen by accident. Don't let happiness happen in your marriage by accident. Rather, have control over that and be able to create that right, the right atmosphere for you and your spouse and your marriage to thrive. All right? I thank you all so much for listening to me. Tune in next time. Until next time, work on your marriage. It is hard. It is tough. But I know since you're in it, you're able to go through it.